Welcome, Jedi. We've been expecting you. You're listening to the Star Wars Exchange Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Ari. Your escape to that galaxy far, far away. Okay, shut that thing off and grab some seats. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the podcast for yet another week of the Star Wars Exchange. So, yeah, how are we going, Mike? Hey, we got a different episode cooking up today, and I'm really, really excited to talk about what we have planned. For sure, for sure. Yeah, as Mike alluded to, it was a bit of a slow news week. We sort of spoke about last week. You know, we want to cover the news, but this week we really felt like there was nothing of substance to sort of talk about. So we thought we'd try out something new. So today we're going to be doing a top five list our top five favorite episodes of star wars rebels and like look i know what you might be thinking oh top top five top ten not really interested it'll just be more of a general rebels discussion and that sort of keeps us uh you know in order just giving our top five so but we'll just be talking all things rebels because you know mike and i love star wars rebels so much so we're, we're just super super keen to talk about it um but yeah obviously this is a very different episode so let us know what you think you know um if if none of you like it then we won't do another one in the future but if you all love it then Maybe we'll do something like this for, you know, Clone Wars or something. So, you know, let us know what uh, what you guys think. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on Instagram at the SW Exchange. All the podcast updates will be put there. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything, though. Let's. Uh, I'm just excited to get into this and talk about Rebels. Uh, if you're a, a video watcher, I'm sure you uh, can see our lovely layout that Mike's done for us, <laughs> which is looking extra, extra juicy today. Extra um, rebel, extra rebelly, yeah, 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 definitely. So, uh, yeah, let's get cracking into it though, Mike. What is your fifth favorite Rebels episode? Before you say something, I just got to mention, guys, this is our opinions. Everyone's gonna have a different opinion. Tell us what are your top five, but don't get angry with us if you don't agree because you probably won't, which is good. That's why we have opinions. And also, me and Mike don't actually know each other's uh rankings yet, so they'll be a surprise to, to us, but um, yeah, let us know your top five Rebels episodes and uh yeah don't get at, mad at us for our opinions <laughs> yeah That's all you know I... you know if you're feeling mad tell us how wrong we are in the youtube comments and, and actually, yeah, sure. your own list. maybe do get mad do get mad actually we'd do love get to mad and hear submit how your own list. you are yeah <laughs> <laughs> submit your own list and, and and we'll be fine but yeah um ari and i as as ari said we don't know each other's list here we've always talked about how much we love rebels but yeah i'm i'm excited we have i think we have kind of the similar rebels taste or taste in rebels but we yeah. kind of like Very you know similar. we have our you know our opinions and what hit us more than you know uh you have your episodes and i have mine so i'm excited to yeah. share and and, yeah. and delve into this so let me let yeah. me start us off with number five here Ooh, okay <laughs> listen i know this might be number one for everybody but for me there's a lot of great rebels episodes and this is the one that i'm like that i love I love, and you know what's in my top five? I don't need to explain it. It's uh, Twilight of the Apprentice. Mm. Uh, it's Twilight of the Apprentice. Come on. I knew you were going to say that immediately as soon as you said everyone's going to get angry. <laughs> because that's like, yeah, that's a number one or two for everyone. So For yeah. everyone. And Rebels has, so it was so hard coming up with this list because, like I said, there's so many like really great top tier Rebels episodes. But when you combine them all together, they start like wavering a little. I mean, just yeah. because the ones that are really good stand out even more. And this is one of yeah. the episodes that stood out to me when putting them, but obviously uh, it's number five. Um, I don't, um, I think, yeah, I think this episode, these two episodes here, it's season two episode, uh, episodes 21 and 22 of you, if you see it like that. But yeah. uh, seriously, this is, this is um, the like Rebels episode that like so many people talk about still to this day that, you know, they might not have loved Rebels, but they particularly love this episode and um i think this is an example of fan service done right and fan service ultimately can be a tool to improve your storytelling and the way the the dave filoni and the other show creators the way they utilize that in this and this season two finale amazing and then you um i feel like they really it, it's a culmination of what the season was leading up to and yet there's factors there that are like Ooh, surprise! Oh, look, Maul. He's he's here. He's hiding. He's hiding uh, like an old man uh, in the depths of the Sith Temple. And why is he here? You don't know. We'll explain a comic soon. But he's going <laughs> to be the soon, enemy. Five years later. <laughs> five <nothing>. years later. 
but he's going to be an enemy. Um, he's going to be the antagonist of the next season. So I love that it was like just really an expansive, um, two expansive episodes that really opened your mind to what a finale could do and what finale can be. So yeah, that this is this is my number five. Like I said, it's Twilight of the Apprentice. You got you got Maul versus uh, Kanan. He goes blind completely. Kanan, mm. is, as you know, Kanan is my favorite uh, like Star Wars character. Um, his character journey is something that I could relate to a lot. I think all of Rebels, you know, you have all these incredible incredible characters with diverse paths, and and uh, you know, they come together and they forge a new path together, and it's like wow. It, it, this is kind of relatable to you know a lot of your relationships to the real world and how the outside environment really uh, affects you and affects all of you in different ways and stuff. So um, talk about this Twilight of the Apprentice, the the grueling, uh, the final sequence of the of the sh- episode where you, you're just impacted by the music. You see Vader trudging along. You see Ahsoka walking back into the temple. Why is she going back there? Mm-hmm. You see, yeah, it's uh, Kanan's blind and he's just. Yeah. Oh God. The finale just just hits me, especially the part the, the the second part to the to the episode, because part one is cool setup, feels like a typical Rebels episode, but man, that that episode, that part two, that's where yeah. everything is. That's the climax. That's that's twenty two minutes of roller coaster fun. So <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's there's a lot that happens, and you feel at the end, you feel you see the horror on Ezra's face, and you just feel for him and what he probably is blaming himself for and yeah kanan goes blind ahsoka you don't know what the f happened so for <laughs> real this I, yeah this episode i feel like this these two episodes here were again were just because of marketing aspects disney was like oh hey like we're counting it as two episodes we're counting it as one so these yeah. two episodes go obviously hand in hand together so this is yeah. my number five um ari i, I want to see what your number five is yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would give my take on Twilight of the Apprentice, but it's safe to say I'll be bringing it up again later. Um, but mm. I agree with everything you said. That was a great, um, a great just thought process of the whole episode. Lo- loved hearing that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. also, as Mike kind of said, like there's just so many good Rebels episodes. It's hard to pick. Like this, it, it pained me putting this list together because there's so many good episodes that I've left out and, and probably won't even be brought up. But um, my, uh, my number five uh, is... Season two, episode 17, The Honorable Ones. Man, wow. This, this episode just does everything. Like, I think the best episodes of Rebels, or, or a lot of the, the best ones, um, kind of break the mold of, like, traditional Star Wars animation. And I think this was one of them. Um, I think, you know, another episode, which uh, maybe will be talked about later, Trials of the Darksaber does the same thing, where it sort of breaks the mold of a traditional sort of you know episode structure where it's like whatever whatever it is they have to fight the bad like fight the bad guys and then they win it's it's more of like like it's just pure character development and i know in the honorable ones they at callus and zeb have to fight that creature of of sorts but man this episode is just it's just beautiful (laughs) like it's so good um like callus just is a character in season one i never thought i would ever care about the Oh, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but um, one of the commanders in Rebels who uh, I think oh I think his name's Constantine. It's like someone you just yeah he's a cool character, but you never really think about him. That's how I thought Carlos would be, but man, this episode just flips the script. Like everything they do with Zeb and Carlos is just fantastic. It's um you know it's a great story of redemption, um, understanding, forgiveness, all this stuff just wrapped into into one and. and uh, you know, Zeb has, had always been a cool character in season one. He, he really got to shine, but uh, this is his best episode by far, by an absolute mile. And it sets up one of the greatest storylines in the series, which is Callus's uh, redemption. So, man, I just, I love this episode. I could talk about it all day. The ending scene where um, our, our good friend Parks actually talked about this episode fantastically in his Rebels breakdown but where Callus comes back to the Empire and he just has nothing. He's on that Star Destroyer. He goes into his room and there's nothing there. All he has is that glowing rock that he found with Zeb, you know, so just oh man, everything. And, and it also shows like the importance of, of, of like the Rebels family when Zeb is reunited. Um, and I just love that 
they, like you know Ezra is actually my favorite character and, and I'm gonna touch on that a lot more uh, later on but I'm so glad that they just decided you know what? we don't need to see Ezra this episode we don't need to see Kanan obviously they're in it for you know the opening and ending sequence but it's like let's really let's really look at Zed here a character that not everyone loves but it's like man this was just this was just something else and uh, I need to stop because I could just go all day but yeah I love this episode <laughs> Dang, that this is a. I, I guess it's it's not a spoiler to say that this episode is not on my ranking on my top five. But I did I did when I was pulling the list together. I did I I wrote it down at some point. So, yeah, good episode and the standout moment for me in this episode, obviously you pointed out, but also was it gave us just perspective and um in, into Callus's character and you know mm. not all the bad guys are. I mean they're bad, but it's like maybe some some there's moments of. Of, of hope for them you know that yeah. to put them on a new path as i was Definitely. i was mentioning earlier and when he was uh when he was uh talking about his grueling experience with saw guerrera wow just like i said gave you perspective and it just gave you a whole new light and, and into his character and the way he cared about his his uh his comrades and being like they were like gunned down like like animals and stuff slaughtered by saw guerrera and his men it's like ooh. and here we thought saw guerrera you know, from Clone Wars was was at the time all we knew was Sagar and Clone Wars. I made a, I think he made like a a, a a line debut or like a line in like one of the Star Wars books, like Bloodline or something, like a reference. Yeah. But like this episode, it's like, oh, we're we're getting some little inklings of Sagar's uh character here. So what's going on? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I really 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 like this episode. So yeah, yeah Ari, I don't. I hope no one hates you for that. I really, I, it deserves to be on this <laughs> I, I know list. it's not, I know a traditional pick, but some, something you said, Mike, that also reminded me of something I love. It It kind of shows with Callus is like, yeah, you can do bad things, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person. There's always, there's always room for you to not even redeem yourself, but just, you know, take, you know, you're, you're always at a crossroads and Callus from this point, it's his crossroads. Do I just continue going with the empire or do I try and make a difference? And that's the point where he decides, I'm going to try and make a difference, starts working for the Rebels. I don't know how soon it was, but um, yeah, it sort of just really shows you do a bad thing. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. There's always room for you to redeem yourself. And that that's why Kallus is, is one of the, the greatest Star Wars characters of all time, honestly. His journey is just immaculate. But um, yes. Mike, tell us, what is that number four for you? No, oh, no, I'm scared. All right, number four. <laughs> We got uh, season three, episode fifteen, Trials of the Dark yeah. Saber. Um, come on, uh, this is this is one that I didn't. Upon watching, I was like, "Wow, this is a really good episode." But then something happened to me in my life where it just made me reflect on on some things, some events going on around me, on the environment, and I happened to be rewatching Rebels, and I stumbled upon this moment. And that moment that Sabine has where she's striking Kanan down. Talk about getting tears in your eyes. I mean, th yeah. the way they were opening up her character um, and, and you just saw how layered she was. Holy cow. I mean, forget about, you know, being also Mandalorian and and the the burden that that brings, you know, or even the, the treasure co trove of like history that you have in there forget that just the emotional level to her wow it was it literally the it, an analogy to her would be an onion <laughs> like you just mm. there's all these layers the more the more you go so yeah she oh, sabine was a character that was introduced in rebels and obviously when they debuted her whatever at some like new york comic-con they like debuted her toy on her cover art um, on like some toy packaging and it's like oh she's Mandalorian is she connected mm. to Bo-Katan is she connected to this you know there's all these questions but like that you know her connection her family connection or you know her connection to Mandalore or her mother's connection to Bo-Katan wasn't even the most interesting thing about the character which is crazy because usually that's what fans like look for and stuff but the way she's written in this in this show and as you were saying about Callus, like oh yeah he was there and you know you you probably didn't even give a second thought about him that's how that's kind of how I felt about Sabine. And then mm -hmm. season two just kind of started getting us on the trail of caring about her, you know, her past with that one bounty hunter Ketsu. And then you just you keep like I said, she's an onion. You keep going along and you you just the deeper you go, the more is gonna make you cry. So yeah. <laughs> when we get to Sabine and the Darksaber, wow, you talk about um addressing your past, facing uh 
your demons yeah getting getting all that stuff out of your closet and having to deal with it sabine i, I love love that character and that you know kanan's my favorite star wars my favorite star wars character like i said so seeing him having to you know n not teach the traditional jedi way to sabine but like having to adapt into a different way and, and having her explore those demons because usually the jedi they don't do that. They don't. They don't do any of that demon exploration. So I was like, "No, yeah. let it out to me." And, and yeah, very powerful moment. And I love seeing him uh, connect with the dark saber, or Sabine connect with the dark saber. And yeah, that and very fascinating duel. And this is as you were saying about breaking the traditional like mold of a rebels episode. Yeah, this episode did it pretty pretty spot on, and leaving you with uh, wiping some tears away by by the end for for real. So. Uh, are you, do you like this episode? What's up, Ari? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I love this episode so much. Uh, I will say it didn't make my list. It it was pretty much next in line, though. Um, I, I love this episode pretty much for, you know, similar reasons as to why I love the honorable ones. As you said, you know, facing your past and sort of deciding where you want to go with your future, taking everything you've you've learned from your past and going forward. So, you know, and, and yeah, with Kanan as well, I love what the episode sort of had to say about teaching, um, just yeah so even uh, Ezra in the episode I thought was great he by the end he really like was there for Sabine and like because I know a lot of people want to like Sabine and, and Ezra to you know have a romantic relationship but I thought it was really fantastic to see that just a male and a female character just like being like really supportive friends you know because that's not something we traditionally see so I really loved by the end of the episode Ezra sort of just came around and was like he was uh I can't remember the exact line but they he kneels down and then they all do and Oh, it's just fantastic. Fan Rao as well um, was cool in the oh, episode. Yeah. And yeah, man, just just a great episode. So yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say. But it didn't make my list, but still, still, still amazing. Dang, show's number three then. I want to see what this one is. <laughs> well, no, my number four. My number four. Um, oh, yeah, your is... number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, is season two, episode 11, Legacy. Man, this episode is, is unreal. And you know, I remember when it came out, I thought this, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic, but I saw a lot of people, um, not, uh, not getting behind it, thinking it was boring, all this stuff. But as I said, my favorite Star Wars character is actually Ezra. And this is just one of those Ezra episodes where that character just gets like the development and the exploration that is just so necessary. And like, it's just it's done so well like the the standout of the the episode to me is of course that final scene where Ezra finds out his parents have uh died in a, a police uh, not a police a, a jail sort of riot um and then he has that moment and the soundtrack oh my god the soundtrack don't even get me started but he's up there his parents come to him like uh, through the force and um this episode like really sets up the rest of rebels for me in like you know, they, they almost tell him like, uh, you know, look at, look at what Lothal could be, you know, have a look at this and th this is your world. And then from that moment, it's like Ezra's almost just striving to, to get to that. And he gets, he gets there by the end of the series, you know, obviously making the ultimate sacrifice, but he gets there. And I just love that this episode, like foreshadowed everything to come in such a beautiful way. And it's not just that ending sequence as, as good as that was also when Kane Kanan comes in at the end, and the twin moons are there sensational uh, the like yeah just, just just the show just looked so beautiful i know people love to rag on like oh the animation is crap whatever sure but some of these yeah some of the uh shots that this show has is just it's sensational and that was one of them but also the start of this episode i thought was really good when ezra is just um so eager to get back to lothal he's uh, he's screaming like you're not gonna get in my way um, you know, Kane has to sort of get him in check and everything, but even still, and, and I also just loved how like, you know, that, that supportive family sort of everyone just like wanted to help Ezra, like everyone in the ghost crew just genuinely wanted to help and support him, you know, find his parents or whatever it was. So, um, also I think it was our first time back to Lothal in like 10 episodes and I just love Lothal. So being back there was, was great. It was our introduction to Ryder Azadi, who I think is, is a really cool character. Um, and I know um that you know there's in the middle of the episode there's sort of you know they're chasing a loath cat it's not that uh hmm. you know interesting but even still i just that uh, this episode is so well bookended and um 
uh, as someone who's just in love with Ezra, I just it's it's just the perfect episode for me. And I, I assume this isn't in your top five, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode, Mike. Yeah, spoiler alert, not in my top five. <laughs> um, I actually, it, I didn't even it, I didn't even jot it down when I was taking down episode when I was like looking at browsing through the episodes. I did, I didn't write it down, but this is one that I think is a really really solid episode. I think it was like the mid season finale for season yeah. two before yeah. it went on break. Yeah. Um, talk about like get, getting the rebels off of Grell. That was very cool. I mean, as you as you said, the opener or the opening like sequence was like um, was cool with you know Ezra being like, oh my god, like what's the surprise you guys have for me? And then like it, being eager to go, and Hera's like, hey, 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 we're we're ready to go with you, but like know that we're here for you. So yeah. um, when when you want to go, let's go, but let's not go crazy. I love that like that mom to son moment, even though he was gonna go find his real mom. You know that was yeah. that was really touching. Um, oh, man. I just and... got chills when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, so as as you said, that family dynamic is so is so. Um, I think the way the series handles that is found family, just epic, epic. Um, so yeah, th- this was one of those moments where I just I loved, and especially you get that he's like filled with rage once the inquisitors he finds out like the imperials are after him and like stopping him yeah. from going to lothal mm-hmm. that moment that kanan and him have uh when the exchange with like this uh what was it the seventh sister i always want to say second yeah. sister i think of fallen <laughs> order but seventh yeah. sister that exchange that brutal exchange to have with verbally of course and he's running towards her after she and says then, like come yeah. and prove it and he's like running to her and then kanan he's, shoots oh, the door with his with his yeah. blast i love that he was just so ready to do that he's like, i don't care because that's just mm-hmm. relatable it's like when when you're that like you know when you have that tunnel vision it's like this is where i'm going and i'm getting there it's like he is just he will do whatever it is and he, he would have just got himself killed so yeah you know, as you're saying like just that support coming in from kanan like just oh, just shows nope. the fantastic dynamic between the and, characters and what's funny is um uh i guess since this is a little episode that we're just like uh you know chilling and talking about rebels and stuff you know it's funny ari and i have talked about how much you know i even uh have, have we talked about like our personal like friendship and stuff and we like oh yeah like yeah my favorite character is kanan and then ari <laughs> would be like oh yeah you resemble this of kanan i'll be like you resemble this of ezra so we've yeah. kind of built this like um master and apprentice type uh uh relationship mm. so yeah. you know it's going back and watching some of these episodes i'm just like wow that is me and ari <laughs> <laughs> that is me and ari it's right true. there sometimes it's true yeah. ari will be very impulsive like ezra in that moment i'll be like no no all right listen you gotta listen for a sec stop and think but yeah. no, in, all, in all seriousness yeah th- this is a this is a great episode and the moment oh my gosh ari the moment <laughs> where writer says yes son they're dead yeah or he or ezra's like i was about to say ari ezra's like <laughs> ezra's like they're dead aren't they yeah. yes and then yeah. he just breaks down cry, like he's like starting break. to sob and being like yeah. you know they taught me and he just starts going into it and then he starts like crying into his into mm. his knees and and you see chopper like off kind of almost off frame chopper's like um or at the very corner it's like like patting him or extending his arm and oh in camaraderie and there's like, that oh that God. still just gets me every time it, just chop oh. his little arm on his knee and and That's, then the next yeah. shot is is that lion king you know mountain yeah. or ridge that they're on oh, and yeah. as was there and kanan comes up to him and oh man that and yeah so this is i'm kind of upset now that i didn't put it on my at least <laughs> when i was thinking about the episodes because this is a really good episode so yeah, yeah. the final thing i'd say is just like i don't i don't talk about this episode for half now but the way it, it shows you know dealing with with grief and loss is just it's just chef's kiss stuff like yes yeah it's done it's done to perfection but um man that that episode just thinking about and talking about it is just an emotional roller coaster for me but um yeah one episode mike though tell us number three we're all we're all excited to know <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well we got another uh two-parter here uh season four Oh, actually, it's not a two-parter because I'm only focusing on on the one side. Or I didn't even think about it just because this one's so different than the first part. Interesting. I wonder how people will react to this. Well, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about this specific episode. So I will say it. Season 4, episode 13, Mm. A World Between Worlds. Uh, This is uh, another episode that people 
in in the fandom go wow that is that is quite the episode that's quite the star wars storytelling and this is just a highlight of why star wars rebels is is a goaded series and is the best star wars storytelling ever period um (laughs) you you i mean holy cow this episode can happen with a whole without like you know you know other episodes like jedi knight or twilight of the apprentice but here we are in 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 this episode also obviously credit to uh i think the previous episode is called like uh wolves in the door or something yeah. um so obviously we thank thankful for that episode too but i'm focusing yeah. on world between worlds well, just just to note like i think you're thinking of them two in the same because like when they were releasing these they all dropped in in two so these two episodes dropped on the same night they did didn't they yeah yeah. I didn't even think about that just because I like, yeah. So I guess, I mean, I, I guess I, this one is definitely stronger than the first one. Like, yeah, no, like definitely. tenfold, <laughs> but the previous one obviously was just set up. So this one could be great. So I guess, or yeah, I would have to consider that one up in here, but yeah. Um, a world between worlds. Um, I don't even know where to start with this one. Just because, like I said, it's just epicness all throughout. And this is the one that I've, when I was jotting the episodes down of what I considered, because again, I, for some reason, I always look at this episode, even though, as you said, they both dropped on the same night. This is the episode that I look at individually because of its final sequence. And it's one that I go back to and back to and back to. And I find every time I, I watch that ending sequence with Ezra and Hera looking off into the distance and where really where Kanan and, and Ezra's journey, like truly, began as master and apprentice at that jedi temple gone uh, demolished destroyed evaporated mm. when when he, they're looking off into the sunset and Hera like clasp her her hand over ezra and is like he's gone isn't he like really gone and i just that is talk about as you were saying grief and loss talk about that being so like like it was just it, it was right, just so relatable me chills <laughs> that's all of <laughs> rebels though. keeps tingling it's all of rebels it's all of rebels i mean i don't man these creators must have been through some stuff because um I, I, I wasn't really affected by the episode when i watched it but when that year i experienced loss and the next year loss and loss it was just something that i kept coming back to and being like wow this is so real genuine uh yes yeah I, so yeah, like I said, that moment where Hera was just like, "He's gone, isn't he?" Like asking and but already knowing the answer. I think that's what we all do when we lose someone. It's like yeah. you you go through these stages of grief, and then at one point you're like, "Wow, they're they're gone." So yeah, no, that really really uh, awestrucking moment of just pain. Uh, yeah, I sob every time I watch the scene, as I said, and Ezra being like, "Yes." Him yeah. confirming that yeah. and, and accepting that and moving on and and Hera, you know, gives him his time. She leaves and I'm like, they really never got to say goodbye to Kanan. So I feel like I'm getting chills right now. This yeah. is their moment of like saying goodbye to him, like I said. And when Ezra's looking off at the distance at that wolf, I could just see it. I could hear the music and the music's building up and so starting good. to swell up. And he's like, so good. yeah. goodbye, Kanan. And he walks off and it just... Play, oh, I want to go. Oh man! And then I'm it just kicks you. into gear. Yeah, it just kicks I, into I, I, gear. I gotta say, this episode isn't on my list. As I say, you know, oh. it's, it's tight. But that this is potentially this is a top three Star Wars Rebels moment. Like this scene you're talking about. So yeah. Oh yeah. Like literally, as I say, when you're talking about it, just goosebumps. Like it's it's done it, to perfection. And I know everyone's like fascinated by when Ezra's walking in into that like mystic realm, and you hear all the voices, and that was talk about a very cool moment it just brought all yeah. of star wars listen i run an account on star on instagram star wars community called all star wars i love moments like these where it's like just a culmination of everything uh that yeah. star wars has been up to that moment so that was really pleasing but like and even even ahsoka popping up and then having to face the emperor and oh my god talk about another moment with with uh that ezra has but with ahsoka and it's ahsoka yeah. being like i can't save my master and you can't save yours. Yeah. And then Ezra's like, you don't know what you're asking me to do. Having that moment again, like he did with Kanan yeah. and on Garel. And then Ahsoka being like, I'm asking you to let go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. These these guys need to win like 
what, what, what's the equivalent here? Grammys or not Grammys? Um, uh, I, I forgot. I Saturn Awards, some like that because the writing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this this episode was filled to the brink with um amazing crying out loud moments. So oh, yeah. yeah, that was another moment that I was just uh struck by and being like I could so relate to this. Uh, what I've experienced in life, or you know. That's just that's another line that I'm like, dang, you guys just really. So, yeah, this is I think this one I would love to put it a little bit uh, higher up on the list. But I think this is a perfect spot for it. Um, like I said, you get Ahsoka back in there and she's been through a day. She fought in all in within a day span. She fought uh, Maul. She fought Vader. She fought Palpatine. That's crazy. <laughs> the Inquisitors. So she's a lot and she's living. She's thriving. So another another cool moment. And. Uh, yeah, Ezra being like, come find me. Yeah, I promise I will. And she just never does, like, in that moment. Like, because yeah. then it just would have been like, oh, like, oh, hey, what's up? Or, like, they would have already met or something. I don't know how that, I don't know, I don't know how to break it down for y'all. <laughs> but it's cool that it was, like, for epic foreshadowing of, of what's to come. So, yeah, this episode, yeah. goaded episode, as, as Ari said, that ending sequence, though, top three Rebels moments for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I regret not putting it in. Like I I don't because these five I love so much. But mm -hmm. yeah, what a yeah. stellar episode! And like season four, people kind of had expected. Yeah, we're gonna like see like Lothal sort of, you know, they'll, they'll try and reclaim it. It's like whoa, and then this just came out, and I was like, okay, like it would just yeah yeah. Once again, Rebels just flipped the script. So that was awesome. But uh, yeah, guess I'll get into my number three, which is. The season one finale, Fire Across the Galaxy. Um, yeah, this Ooh. episode is everything to me. And, you know, I feel I kind of want to say that the sort of season one finale arc, those final three episodes, because this episode is nothing without Call to Action. Call to Action, I didn't put on the list just because kind of blends into this episode. Like, I will say it's Fire Across the Galaxy, but just to speak on Call to Action for a second, that episode is unreal. Uh, uh, Kanan sacrificing himself for the greater good. Um, Ezra's message to the people of Lothal. And like, I think that goes out to the outer rim and we find out in, I think legacy that Ezra's parents heard that message. So um, yeah, that was such a powerful moment. Rebels uh, rebel resolve. I think is episode, the next one, that one, mm -hmm. that one's great as well. Um, not as good as these two, but that one's cool. And then man, fire across the galaxy. So many good moments. Um, I think that when I when I was writing this episode down, the moment I instantly thought of is when the Inquisitor throws Ezra down to the next platform, and it's it's kind of alluded to that Kanan thinks he's just killed him, and then Kanan says that was a mistake. Inquisitor says why, and he says because like because now I have nothing left to fear, and I just that that just strikes home with me every time, and like. Because that, that you know that that's what it boils down to. Being a Jedi is about letting go of your fear and all that. And it's like to me, this is this, this like moment for Kanan of like, okay, you've you've just done that. Like, cannot believe you've just done that. But like, look at me now. Look at how I'm going to respond to that. I have nothing left to fear. And of course, he defeats him. Inquisitor has the iconic line of, um, oh God, what is it? Uh, there, oh, there are some things far more frightening than death, which obviously alluded to Vader, like. Man, how good. And then uh, one of the most iconic talked about Star Wars moments ever, Ahsoka Tano walking down down the race of the ghost. Um, like, people don't talk about this enough. This was like, cause just because we've had so many crazy Star Wars moments lately, this was just like insane at the time. Like, who would mm -hmm. have seen this coming? Um, and then, of course, Vader at the end, like actually coming in after being alluded to earlier. Um but man, I like I, I just I love season one of Rebels, and this was the perfect conclusion to that season. Um, uh, man, like once again, could talk about it forever. But I yeah. just what what an episode. What do you think of it? First, two behind the scenes things I I want to address. This episode premiered. Um, let's see, twenty thirteen, twenty or yeah, like two years on the date, like exactly two years after the finale to Clone Wars season five. So we saw mm -hmm. Soka leave. And then we saw Ahsoka re-enter, which happened apparently to, according to Dave Filoni, happened uh, miraculously. It wasn't planned or anything. It just happened yeah. on the whim. So that was very cool. Or it just happened un unplanned. Um, and then also, I hated it. I hated it 
no, I didn't hate this finale, but I was just like, why would AMC, ABC, ABC's Good Morning America, they dropped an exclusive that Monday of that week of the finale because I think the finale would come out on Wednesday or something. I don't know, but like days ahead, they released like some type of like, ooh, we got an exclusive, and it was that um, uh, James Earl Jones was returning to Star Wars, and yeah, it was going right. to be in the Rebels finale, and everybody was theories was like, oh my gosh, they're going to like our, our Arcanan because what's his what's his implication with mustafar why is it so important is vader there are they going down to at the time vader's castle didn't didn't exist this was but they were obviously planning things for rogue one so this was one of the things that they weaved into the story being like oh vader's down there but we're not gonna reveal that until rogue one so it was like or are they gonna find some type of mustafar base like what's vader doing there so um everyone thought that vader and and uh kanan were gonna fight and i was like just bring it no this, as you yeah. were saying, uh, I was going to say Ezra. Oh, my God. As you were saying, Ari, I really think that Inquisitor duel with just Kanan and 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 the Inquisitor was so powerful, impactful. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And as you said, the yeah. dialogue was everything. I really, I prefer, crazy, I prefer the season finale, uh, the season finales for rebels than I do for clone wars, just because of this, like, as you said, this, like they like tie up the season at the end and stuff like that. And I remember at the time this episode came out, I was like, wow, this is, this is everything. This is talk about a finale. I remember being like so far, I think this is the best star Wars uh, finale. It's ever, it's ever done for its animation properties. It's, yeah. just, it's just the best. And people called me crazy and all these things. But we, as you said, we're looking back at these episodes and being like, this isn't talked about enough you know and yeah. and i re- it really sets up amazing things for season two and has a lot of powerful moments i love i even i love like the little like action sequences we get and the little like um tarkin scene that we get and he's like we're supposed to get like re- response from the star destroyer and we haven't gotten one in five minutes send reinforcements and uh, this cool action sequences and then you get ezra on the comm calling fulcrum in and then yeah. fulcrum, you know like this is Fulcrum. Who is this? It's like, oh, everything's coming together. Yeah. So talk about a finale. Um, I did, when I was scrolling through, I um, I was going, I yes, I did put it on, on my list, but uh, it just didn't make the top five. But seriously, as Ari was saying, season one, is I just love that season. Before, before podcasting here, Ari and I were talking about how much we love season one. So uh, th- yeah, this is yeah. just an example of of amazing star wars action amazing star wars dialogue amazing amazing dialogue period so yeah ari i'm with you on that good good choice tell us number two mike what is it number two all right (laughs) all right season three episode 17 with through imperial eyes um some of you might be shocked by that i I love this episode i was shocked when you said legacy i was like oh all right but it makes sense but this oh my gosh this episode again i was talking about the dialogue dude this episode is so good and you're talking about callous redemption i'm on the edge of my seat every time i watch this episode every time even though i know what happens just seeing uh callous jumping through hoops also thrawn beating up droids and and as a workout routine that was cool admiral yularen is back um yeah th- yeah this episode this ep- episode had, had everything for me Ezra working alongside Callus and the whole switch up at the end where Ezra was pre- pretending to be um, uh, Lieutenant Liss. That was everything. And at the end, we finally get that power move from Thrawn. And he's like, yeah, here's this helmet. And this looks like very familiar artwork. Yeah. And why didn't Callus tell us about this? And then yeah. him and him and Yularen have this co-exchange. And then Thrawn's like, that is why I'm here. And it, it, yeah, the perfect... <laughs> perfect um this is this is an episode that lives rent free in my head as they would say um i think about this episode all the time and it's just it's just a fun one that i love to throw on and yeah um i i know you were shocked by that and even now i'm like damn this is uh, talking about all the amazing episodes that we've been talking about i'm like this one is really on my list and it's very high up so yeah um it doesn't hit me on an emotional level as like the other ones per se but i just love sitting watching this one and it's just as, as you know, as I would say on Twitter or something, this is pure cinema. Um, yeah, I, there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot of aspects to this episode I love. And um, on my edge of my seat, uh, you get 
Captain Rex and Kanan working together, which is always a funny dynamic. Yeah. And uh, and Captain Rex coming through with, you know, his uh, his experience with military. And it, it just gave me stealth strike vibes too, of just <laughs> Kanan and Rex working together, but a lot more smoothly this time. So yeah, lots of coolness in this. And I love how um, you just had all these familiar characters on the Imperial side coming through. And I thought it was creative storytelling to start off the episode with Callus waking up it literally you see it from his perspective it's like ah through imperial eyes and fun fact they were actually thinking about doing this ep- this entire episode through callus's eyes so that but they only kept it for like the opening sequence for the code open they call it they yeah. only kept it for that and that and that was it but yeah like i said this is this was like i felt rebels was at its peak in this moment it was like wow they've really like stepped up their game and it was finally after waiting so long in season three of Rebels, being like, when is Thrawn going to act? When is Thrawn going to act? When is Thrawn going to connect the dots? And he finally did. And he did in a way that was so class, so evil. And yeah, that was very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What do you think of this episode? You were shocked. I, I mean, it was it, it was when I was writing down episodes, I definitely wrote this one down. Hmm. Yeah, it's a fantastic episode. I know um, my brother's a massive uh, Thrawn fan, and I know he loves this one. So Let's go, Jasper. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely appeals to all the Thrawn fa- fans. And Callus fans for sure, including myself. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 this episode really has everything to me. Like, um, there's, and also there was a bit of humor as well with, uh, oh, I'm forgetting her name. Oh, Governor Price, where they were like, um, <laughs> Lieutenant List is trying to take her down. Like, oh, that yeah, was, yeah. That, like, that was genuinely funny to me. I know a lot of the Rebels humor is, is like really, um, uh, childish, which isn't a bad thing. You know, the, the show's got to appeal to kids, but this was like genuinely made me chuckle so much. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I just, I agree. It's, it's a great episode. It's, it's not in my top five, but it, what a fantastic episode. And, um, yeah, this, this is just another one where Callus just really shines and, and Thrawn, I would say this is probably his first one where you're like, wow. Okay. <laughs> like that, that's how, that's how good he is, you know, at, yeah. at his, doing his job. So I it almost that, makes I, you fear him. Yeah. I think Hera's heroes, I was looking at the episode and I was thinking of Thrawn's awesomeness in there where oh, yeah. but he only begins to act. But as you said, yeah. you don't see that in his full glory almost or at least getting there really like fearing him is in this episode, but he shines in zero hour. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, where are we up to? My number two? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what rivals this in, in your opinion? What, <laughs> what, what you got on number two? So we've already talked about today, but uh, Twilight of the Apprentice, the season wow. two finale. As Mike said, I, I held back my takes. I wanted to unload it here, but this is like, yeah, this, this is just this is just pure Star Wars awesomeness right here. Like this, this is it. This episode is everything, um, man. And and it all it all falls on the heels of a Sokovers Vader. Like what? Like you, I have never felt so. You know, it, it, actually, uh, I have, but this uh, duel brings up the same emotions that I, I felt when I'm watching Return of the Jedi, Luke versus Vader. You know, it's it's that sort of thing. And um, so many iconic lines, I am no Jedi, then you will die, all this stuff. Like, um, man. And like, also when when Vader, his his helmet, he, he's, saying, he's saying Ahsoka and it switch up, switches up into like Matt Lanter's voice and stuff. Man, so good. But yes, like so many good moments. I don't want to harp on it too much because Mike already told us earlier how uh, all the all the cool moments. But yeah, Kanan getting blinded, um, and yeah, yeah, really sets up season three with Darth Maul and wraps up season two really well with Vader. Um, all, all the inquisitor, uh, all the inquisitors bite the dust, um, which was kind of I, I thought they would leave something more, but they, they just seem to never go anywhere. So I was I was like, you know what? Yeah, good on you, Darth Maul. Just get get him out of the show for us. <laughs> but um. Man, and and uh, Malakor as a setting, oh, that was the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just Malachor. was was just awesome. Um, uh, even I loved the the Darth Vader first Ezra, which lasted about two seconds. Um, but yeah, and then also uh, Chopper with Kanan Ka- wearing that mask and Chopper like guiding him with his hand oh. like a blind man. Loved that moment. Um, and then like something that just makes this episode everything outside of the Ahsoka duel is that final like two minutes where like there's that um that music is playing we're going through seeing what where all the characters are at now Vader's walking out of the the temple um and we see I think Morai uh, is its name um and uh oh man even when 
Rex and Ezra have that eye contact, uh, like, like knowing that Ahsoka's gone. Um, that was just something else. And then, and then that massive cliffhanger of Ezra opening the Sith holocron, which was like, oh, okay. Even though that storyline really didn't go anywhere, it lasted like another two episodes. Even still, because we sat on that for like six months, it was like mm-hmm. Ezra is yeah. Ezra is going uh, going to the dark side. Like, um, but yeah, right. just one episode. I think everyone like everyone just loves this episode. It's just so universally loved. And yeah. as Mike said, people that don't like Rebels still love this episode because it's just it's just fantastic. And you know, as I love to say, Chef's kiss, chef's so, kiss. so good. But uh, man, uh, but oh, I was gonna say before, we should get number one. But before we do. We want to give honorable mentions because obviously there are so many good Rebels episodes. We, we won't we won't spend forever talking about all of them. But but Mike, tell us a few of your honorable mentions. Definitely. Um, so these are in no particular order. I'm just gonna name them. And I, I, I Ari and I agreed to three, but I snuck in <laughs> another one in here. So it's Twin Suns, mm. Shroud of Darkness, yeah, Empire Day, and Spark of Rebellion. Wow shout out empire day empire day is so what i would say about this you know twin sons you know probably in people's top fives uh spark rebellion almost made it here just um i think it's my most rewatched rebels episode just because at the beginning when all we had was spark rebellion for like a split second or they released on dvd right away too i would just rewatch it i remember one time me and my cousins and, and my brother we put it on in my grandma's basement and we watched it once and we had such a good time with it that we just put it on again and sat through and watched it again. And I'm That's pretty awesome. sure we almost decided to watch it a third time, but we had to go somewhere. But Spargo Rebellion just brings it all back into the original trilogy type feeling, yet making it feel fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sparker Rebellion, shout out Sparker Rebellion. Love it. Um, yeah, and also great. It was so cool because I remember thinking about um, – I thought by the point when we meet them, they were all going to be like, they were already going to be a team and such. So seeing like that Ezra's like slow incorporation to the group was really cool. And yeah, it was just really exciting. And it set up a lot of amazing uh, premises for for what the show could do. So which obviously fulfilled all of it. But yeah, yeah, love that. And um, Empire Day is another one along with um, Through Imperial Eyes that I just put on and I'm like, I just want some good like Star Wars action, Star Wars with great Star yeah. Wars storytelling. I throw that on. You get I I think about this sequence all the time where Ezra, you know, he's he's like, why are they looking for Sibo? And he's up on his radio tower, just just hands on on the ledge, and you have this amazing music playing and being like, why are they looking for Sibo? Scared about uh, the group finding out about his past, and he's trying to run away from it. And he's just with Sibo's inclusion in in the story. He's like real. He's like thrown back into the past. So and having yeah. to face some of the, some of the music there. Um, and yeah, the amazing amazing episode. And you also get like some cool highway chase, which is awesome. So yeah, um, love that episode. And then the last one I'll say is Shroud of Darkness. Um, holy cow! Another one that I'm just. I don't know how they crammed all this epicness in literally 22 <laughs> minutes. Uh, yeah. Amazing first, uh, first the the opening sequence was great. Then you get uh, Anakin, Ahsoka talking about Anakin to Kanan and Ezra or to Ezra alone, and then yeah, all the stuff that happens at the temple. I'm like, how did they make this so impactful in 22 minutes? So uh, Star Wars live action, you should look at uh, Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars and see what you could pack in the. Uh, in a short amount of time but uh yeah ari let's hear your honorable mentions yeah well uh we touched on it before say trials of the dark saber um yeah we, we already talked about it but one episode um uh fight or flight this one mm-hmm. oh my god i want to put it in the top five so bad but i just knew i would probably have someone come to my house and and, <laughs> and yell at me for it but uh this episode is literally everything to me this is this is the most comfortable piece of media I think I've ever watched in my life. If I, mm-hmm. if I'm ever having a rough day, anything I put fight or flight on, I know th- literally the premise of the episode is Zeb and Ezra need to find a piece of fruit. And, and they made that into 20 minutes of just pure star Wars fun. Like I could talk about this episode forever. People get annoyed at me about how much I love it. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just so good to me. Like, oh, but uh, you know, as I say, Rebels is probably like my favorite Star Wars show. And 
uh, Ezra's my favorite character. So it's like, it, it feels like just hanging out with, with Ezra for 20 minutes with Zeb. And I love their, um, the brotherly, um, how would you say the, the, that, that brotherly relationship that they have, uh, reminds me a lot of my own, to be honest, but, um, oh, it's just, I, I need to stop now before I go too far. But... Can, I, can I say something about fight or flight? Go. I, I, Ari and I have gushed over this episode so many times. It's not even funny. Yeah, th- th- I think this is uh, this falls close to be my most rewatched episode uh, for Rebels, just because as Ari was saying, have a bad day, feeling down. You put this episode on, um, and, and it's just it's glorious. And I love. Oh, and you even have these like small moments with with Ezra just in in the fields of Lothal the mu- just laying the music. It's just it's just the vibe. It's just the vibe. It's so, just the vibe. It's just the vibe. Couldn't have couldn't have said it any better myself. Um. Other uh, honorable mentions, Path of the Jedi, season one, episode 10, I think. Um, Ezra gets his kyber crystal. That really sets up the, like the Ezra and Kanan dynamic was already great, but that was where it was like, Mike even said it earlier, that is where it really starts to build. Uh, even when we get Frank Oz coming back as Yoda, I'm pretty sure. So, man, Path of the Jedi, what an episode. Uh, and then one I just have to mention, Sage of Lothal. Fantastic. Vader at his best. Um, you know, L- Lothal. Uh, going through, you had to go through the dark times to to get that awesome uh, finale at the end, and I feel like this is where we really saw it at its worst. So, <clears throat> yeah, shout out to all those episodes. But uh, Mike, it's time, it's time for all to be revealed. Number one episode of Rebels, take it away. All right, you basically uh, introduced my number one, and that is Siege of Lothal, season two, episode episodes one and two. This is a movie. This is um, this is everything. I literally thought season. You know, I was scared with season two with the inclusion of all these Clone Wars characters, and I was really scared for that. And I was like, yeah, season two is not going to top season one, but which it didn't, in my opinion. But but you get this amazing, amazing piece of of uh, I don't yeah what forty minutes or something, forty two minutes, forty three yeah. minutes, yeah. forty four, something like that. But yeah, it, it it's just an event it, it, to put it to put it bluntly. It's an event. Um, everything with with Vader, everything with the characters coming back. You you you're thrown in the thick of it to be honest, because it literally starts off with them going on like a supply run, and it's like you get to see the how the dynamics are lining up with their new um, military squadron, and you get some downtime with Kanan being like, "Yeah, I never said I want to be to be uh, fighting a war," and as Hera's like. Guess what? They saved their, your life, and she's like, "Well, doesn't mean I want to join the little army." So, yeah, I, I love those like reality moments that that they had, and somewhere with it, like you could see Ezra and Zeb were having the time of their life with these guys, and Kanan wasn't vibing with it, and even Sabine, when things got tough, she was like, "We could go back to Lothal and and hide down or hide, you know, take the gold somewhere and hide uh, for a little bit. Like we don't gotta be fighting their war." So, yeah, it was it was very very. Uh, just brought everything back, and this is the episode that if someone's like, mm, I don't, I, I don't, I want to get into Rebels, but I don't know where to start. Start here. I think this is, even though I personally, I would be like, man, I really want to show you how great Spark Rebellion is. Mm. This is the episode that is just purely like you watch this, and it's just pure adrenaline. Um, what you're watching, and you just, you just get that. And dude, the ending, the ending dogfight with with Vader going in wiping out the entire rebel fleet or at least their flagship and yeah just oh my god this this episode is so beautiful and it, it feels like a like a goodbye a nice goodbye to lothal being like well yeah it's not working out here we're gonna leave and i remember it dropped in like almost middle of summer of of 2015 you know so that was oh my it was the event of the summer in, in my books yeah. so yeah siege of lothal goaded episode even mm. me trying to talk about it, it so undersells what amazing yeah. impactful uh 44 minutes of of beautifulness that it is but uh yeah also you get sam whitworth palpatine come on and a lot of vader him telling him about kenobi and ahsoka oh, and yoda and the apprentice oh, lives the apprentice lives uh, that moment oh yeah it has everything for the me to be honest lives. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Well, so already. yeah, I, I I agree with you. I, I think it's a fantastic episode, uh, a, a solid number one choice. But uh, yeah, what's yours? I'm curious, man. Okay, I, I've definitely told you before. You've probably just forgotten, but uh, I will say it's been mentioned today, and uh, 
I think people are just are not going to be happy with me. It's fair to say. Um, but th- this episode, I, I, I realized I describe a lot of things like this, but this episode is everything to me. This is probably my favorite. Oh man. I, I don't know if I can even say this without getting yelled at, but this is probably my favorite 40 minutes of star Wars to exist. Iron squadron. No, I'm joking. Spark of the rebellion, the the wow. opening to the greatest Star Wars show of all time. Of course, of course, the opening to the greatest Star Wars show is going to be some of the greatest Star Wars ever, right? Um, no, but look, I think context is important for this one. Um, I, no, I've always loved Star Wars. I, I'm relatively young, I'd say. So I was at a very uh, young, impressionable age when Rebels began, and um, you know, I watched the Clone Wars when I was really young, and I and I liked it a lot. However, Rebels is what is what took my love for Star Wars that next step further. It's what made me want the uh, wanting to start reading the books, the comics. Um, and so, you know, I was around twelve or so when this uh, when this episode came out, and safe to say, I was just blown away. The main character was awesome, Ezra. As as I've said, I just love Ezra. Kanan was awesome. Just all the characters were fantastic. The dynamics and just being introduced to this world, just, oh my God, it, it's, it's hard to, to like articulate it. And, you know, I'm sort of underselling it as well uh, of how much I love it because it's just hard to even say, but man, uh, you know, Mike mentioned it in his honorable mentions. I thought he, you know, he, he, uh, he spoke to, uh, to the episode quite well. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's so hard to say, but this is just what Star Wars is to me. And, uh, I, I couldn't have thought of a better way to introduce this series. Um, man, it's, I'm, I'm, str- I'm struggling to actually explain how much I love it. That's how but, good uh, it is, though. Th- this is just, yeah. People it's gotta just understand. The best. When, when we struggle to, to speak of, of episodes like that we love like this, yeah. it's, it's, it's because it's amazing. And we're, no matter what we say, we're underselling it. So, no. Yeah. yeah. No, Ari. For, for as I said, I re- this is the most Star Wars Rebels episode that I've ever rewatched. I mean, as you said, yeah. talk about opening the series uh, w- with a punch, and it's it's a good it's a good ride of of Star Wars nostalgia, but with all these new characters, and exactly. it's, just, it's it's a yeah. it's a really mm-hmm. good good time with this. With this it felt opener. like it felt like a fresh start for Star Wars almost because. That my thing with the Clone Wars when I was younger, it's like, I already know what happens to Anakin. I already know what happens to Obi-Wan. So Ahsoka was the main draw, but I'm like, now this is Star Wars, but it is a fresh start and I love it. That's almost what I was thinking as a as a kid. And um, yeah, like like the dynamics of the characters, like I just can't stress how much I think it's just done to perfection. And, you know, you it's mainly done with Ezra in this episode. You can see Ezra's relationship with every single character, maybe outside of Chopper in this. He has the mom moment with Hera, father moments with Kanan. Um, and, and how could we forget, uh, you know, the ending of, of the episode, Obi-Wan's speech, like, uh, being played while we sort of, um, uh, seeing all the characters go about their everyday life. Like that, that just hits you. <laughs> that just hit, hits you so hard. So yeah. Um, and then, uh, Kanan offering for Ezra to come and he joins and, and like, th- this is just, yeah, as I say, the greatest introduction into the greatest Star Wars show which is Star Wars Rebels. No disrespect to the other shows. I, I love all the Star Wars shows, but uh, Rebels is, is definitely my favorite. And, uh, and and I love season one, and I think this just gives off that vibe more than anything of just Star Wars fun, and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, doesn't it? Just a bit of Star Wars fun. and uh, Star Wars yeah. fun. Yeah. But that's pretty much everything I have to say about it. It's that, And that's, that's our Rebels discussion for you. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. As I said earlier... Let us know what you thought of this. Um, I, I, we had a lot of fun doing this, so um, would love to hear what you guys thought. Um, uh, maybe we can do a, a similar thing for Clone Wars or something like that. But uh, yeah, that pretty much just about wraps up the episode. Yeah, you heard our thoughts. Now, if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you subscribe for more episodes. And if you're on YouTube especially, hit that like button, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, give us that five star review if you think we deserve it. Leave us a review. Um, Spotify rate rate us and um, or like us. However, again, I still don't know how that works. But YouTube, let us know how how we're doing on uh, on our episodes and let us know what you, what your top five Rebels episodes are. I mean, 
I can already see some of your lists, but I'm very intrigued into what yours will be. It's always nice to have these downtime moments of just like reflecting because we we're on a we're on an ongoing uh, pace with Star Wars that just never stops. So it's nice to like sit down and reflect on what we've what we've uh, what we've experienced and how much of it has affected us. And I could we as Ari was saying about like fight or flight, we could turn that into a two hour discussion if we really wanted to and break it down. But we kept it brief today. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that another time. But for real, uh, for more Star Wars Rebels talk, uh, uh, follow us at the uh, at our Instagram handles and make sure to follow us on our Instagram page because we're almost at. uh, Yeah, we have like almost 50 followers, I think. But uh, yeah, follow us there because we we, we are going to be posting. Yeah, yeah, run those numbers up. We're going to be posting uh, clips from the podcast and just other things. But Ari, uh, meanwhile, they're you know watching rebels or clone wars right now while we're in this downtime period of star wars uh where can people find you to keep up with the conversations yep follow me on instagram at star wars underscore exchange and twitter at the sw exchange and as mike said do not forget follow us on instagram at the sw exchange and uh yeah we will uh, we will post all sorts of stuff about podcast and uh yeah can't wait all right, and uh, as for me, you can follow me all underscore Star Wars on Instagram, Twitter. Ari and I will be putting together a, a collaboration post of our Rebels episodes uh, some days after the podcast is aired, just so we won't spoil our, our, our picks. But yeah, yeah, look for that out there. You can drop your top five uh, uh, Rebels episodes in there. But seriously, if you like this, let us know, and we might do a, even a Resistance one. No, I'm just kidding. We'll do a, we might do a Clone Wars one, but you never know. All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, That's it for us. Uh, Till next time, may the force be with you. Adios. See ya.